Okay, so we start in Numa I think what do we have left? We have, we have Tainus, we have Megillah, we have Chagiga, we have Moed Kacha. And I think that's it. Then we'll be finished with Moed and on to uh, the traditional Yeshiva Masechtas, Nashim and Ezekin, which will be uh, harder in some ways, but uh, more fun in other ways. Okay, so let's start. From what point do we begin to mention Gevura, the strength, the power of the rings? What is this a reference to? This is a reference to Mashavaruach Lord Hagashem. And that we say in, in the second bracha of Shmona Esrei. Lezer says you start saying it on the very first day of Sukkot. On the very last day of Sukkot, when you should start saying Mashavaruach Lord Hagashem. Amar lo Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua responds to Rabbi Eliezer. One second, you say that you should start saying Mashavaruach on the first day of Sukkot. But if it starts raining on Sukkot, it's a Simon Klala, as we learned in the Sechta Sukkah. If it's raining on Sukkot, we say that that's a bad, it's a bad uh, oh, Amen, because what it's telling us is that Hashem is saying, you're like a servant who comes to serve a drink of water to his master, and the master takes the cup and pours it out in his face. Because Hashem is saying, I'm not interested in you guys going out into the sukkah right now because when it rains, you're not supposed to put the sukkah. So why would you possibly be davening for Hashem to bring rain on sukkahs if it's a bad result if it brings rain on sukkahs? Lama Umasker, why would you mention? Amar Le'er let's response to Rabbi Yeshua, you were not so careful with your analysis of what I said. Afani Le'amarti Lishal, I did not say you should start requesting that rain starts falling. Elalehazkir. Rather, what I said is you should just mention it, that Hashem is the one who causes the wind to blow and causes the rain to fall in its proper season. In other words, all we're saying is that Hashem is the one, as opposed to in the fourth blessing, when we say, when we say that Hashem, we actually are saying that Hashem should actually place the, these things in the world, right? To place the rain into the world, to grant the rain to the world. That's a request. But in the second blessing, there's nothing said about a request. It's not a request. It is a mention of the power of Hashem. If indeed all it is is just mentioning the power of Hashem to bring rain. You should mention it every day of the year. Every day of the year, that's true. And instead, he says, we only ask for rain when it is close to the rainy season. Someone goes in front of the of the teva, which is the ark, which is where they used to daven from, to daven on the last day of Sukkot. The last person davening during Musaf, he's the one who mentions Mashburach. The first Baal Shachos does not mention Mashburach. On the first day of Pesach, Harishon Maskir, the first person Damri Shachar still says Mashavaruach. The person Damri Musab no longer says Mashavaruach. It's a fascinating Mishnah, by the way, because it's an atypical Mishnah, because there's a back and forth in the Mishnah. And there's not just a back and forth in terms of their understanding, they actually give us the, the reasoning behind it, which typically we don't find in a Mishnah. So it's somewhat atypical. Sakti Gemara. Where did this come from? We're in the middle of talking about other stuff. Where do you jump into this question, right? Tana, the Mishnah begins with Me'emasai, from when? Or when did you ever mention that there's a halacha that you're supposed to be saying Masha Baruch at any point that you then could already come and address the previously uh, expressed idea that you have to mention it? Right? You have to have first mentioned it, that there is an obligation, and then mention when the obligation is meant to be fulfilled. 
So when did we actually mention it? Tana Hasam Kai. And the Tana of our Mishnah is going on a different Mishnah, Masech Tzbrachas. Tiktani, which taught, Maskirin Gevuras Kishamim, Bitchiyas Amesim. And we mentioned the power of rains when we are, the Mishnah Brachas taught, that when do you mention the, the power of the rains, right? The might of the rains, you mention it in the Bracha of Tchiyas Amesim, of the revival of the dead, the resuscitation of the dead. And when do you ask for rain? In the bracha of Barech uh, Alein, right? Hashem should bless this year. Now, Abdullah b'chayin adas. And when do we say Abdullah? We say Abdullah in Matzei Shabbos or Matzei Yom Tif. We say Abdullah in the fourth blessing of Chonin Adas, the Hashem who grants us uh, um, wisdom. The Gitani me'emasai maskirin kuras kshamim. And based on that earlier Mishnah, the Tana now teaches. Well, what time period do we start quoting this idea of the power of the rain? So the word then says. If that's really what it is, Zrayim was a long time ago, right? Remember, it's not just Zrayim. We're thinking Gemara, so Brachas is not so long ago. But if this is in Mishnayis, there's a whole Zrayim of Mishnayis that we don't have any Talmud Babli on, right? There's all the laws of Shemitah, there's laws of Peah, there's many laws, there's many different Masechtas in Zrayim that we don't even touch today in Talmud Babli. So <coughs> if indeed this is a continuation of the previous Halacha in Brachas, we should have discussed it far earlier. Why did he leave it until now? Rather, the source, jumping point, starting point for this conversation was from the Sechlis Rosh Hashanah. It was learned in the Mishnah Rosh Hashanah. On, on the Chag, on Sukkot, the world is judged for water. Once we talk about that on the Chag, you should be judged for water. So the next mission begins, the next Masechta begins. And from when do you start mentioning the power of the might of the rains? Why do we use this funny language of the might of the rains? Why don't you just say, when do you start mentioning the rain? Because rain comes down with strength. Type of strength that we're talking about over here. We're not talking about monsoon power. That's not the point. The point is it is coming from directly from the hand of God. It says, does great deeds ad in until there's no limit. And wonders ad in whisper until it's impossible to quantify. It's also written. It gives rain upon the, the, the face of the land and who sends the water onto the Pnei Chutzes, onto the face of the, of the fields. My mashma, what should be, what is the implication of this? Amar Rabbi Barashila, Rabbi Barashila says, Asya cheker cheker mi briyase shal oilam. You can derive Xera Shava from the fact that it says cheker in one place, in by rain, and it says cheker, we're talking about creating of the world. Ksevacha, here it's written, the one who performs great deeds without any limit. Ksevacha, when it's written about the creation of the world, Halo yadata, did you not hear? Imlo shamata, right? Do you not know? Have you not heard? Eleke oilam, Hashem, boirei kutsais aaretz. Hashem is the eleke oilam, was the Lord forever. He is the one who has created the different ends of the world. Lo ya'ef, aleyegeya. He does not become tired, he does not become weary. Ein cheker letfunasai. There is no, uh, there's no depth or understanding, deep, deep understanding of his, of his understanding. And about the creation of the world, it also says, The one who sets up mountains with his strength, who is Nezar, um, which comes from Ozer, to be, um, you know, to have a belt around it, to be girded, with strength. Gemara now asks, how do you know that you should mention rain 
during Shimon Esrei. The Tanya we learned in the Brisa. La'ahava es Hashem alekechem. Right, the Brisa is really quoting a pasuk which we should be familiar with. La'ahava es Hashem alekechem. Right, to love Hashem your God and to serve Him with all of your hearts. Ezuvi avayda shiva leiv. What is the service of Hashem that is done with your heart? That is referring to the service that is done with your heart is the service of prayer. Now, to be clear. It doesn't mean to say that you can actually fulfill your mitzvah of davening as long as you're thinking it in your heart. The practical mitzvah is the act of speaking out certain words, right, in terms of tefillah, 100%. But the words being spoken out without recognizing what the difference that it should be making in your heart, that's not actually a fulfillment. On some level, it's a fulfillment, but on a deeper level, it's not a fulfillment. And speak to Gershon at greater detail for how, uh, how Rabbi Salvechik explains this beautifully. Okay. And after it says that this is the avodah shabalei, the service of the heart, it says, It says, and then Hashem, I will, Hashem says, and then I will give the uh, place, the matar artzachem, the, the matar, the rain, in its time period, yorah malko should be sustaining and gentle. So we see that right after discussing the idea of rain, that's where we then say that Hashem will give the rain. That tells you that it's after the prayer that Hashem gives the rain. A famous Gemara. There are three keys to the world that he retains in his own hand. He does not put into the hand of a, a representative. And these are they. The key of rain. And the key of giving birth. And the key of resuscitation of the dead. The key of rain. Hashem will open up for you his Aitzarei Hatayv, his good storehouse, as a Shemayim Lasseis Matar Artzacha Bitai, to give the rain for its lands in its time. Mafteach Shalchaya, the key for childbirth, Minayin Hadeinot, the Chsivit, that's what Yisrael, Hemus Rachel, and Yishma, this past week's parasha that Hashem remembers Rachel, by Yishma, and he listens to her, and he opens up her womb, implying that he retains this for himself. Now, to be clear, the idea of a shliach, as opposed to Hashem, is a very uh, complicated idea. It's a complex idea. It's not one that I feel qualified to really try to explain. But the idea being is that Hashem sets up certain shvilim, certain pathways through which he impacts the world, but somewhat indirectly, so to speak, through the, 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 uh, the almost like, uh, I'm trying to think of a good muscle for this. You guys ever seen like a Chinese rain gutter? Right, so Chinese rain gutter is like these little series of cups, and the water overflows one, goes down to the next one, and so on and so forth. Right, so it slowly is filtering down through all the cups until it reaches the bottom. Right, so the idea being that Hashem is removed from the world to a certain extent, and He is <coughs> influencing the world through His uh, through the intermediaries through the system that He has set in place. So of course everything was created by Him, and of course ultimately it is the fulfillment of Hashem's desire. But the question is, does he interact directly or does he interact through an intermediary, so to speak? An intermediary that he set up to be the, the, the I forget the word over here, but to be the pipe through which the, the power comes down. Okay? There are three elements that Hashem always retains that right. And you will know that I am Hashem, your God, when I've opened up your graves. The Marava army in the Western Eretz Yisrael, they also said, even the key to uh, your sustenance, right, to making a good living, also comes from Hashem. It doesn't, doesn't go through any other powers. So it says, 
right? As we know, as we say in Ashray every day, you open up your hand and you satisfy the needs of each and every creature. <coughs> so why is Rebbechna not considered the fourth key, the key of, um, of, of sustaining uh, individuals? He would say to you, the Gishamim, the rain, is also included in Parnasa. In other words, if you talk about rain, rain is just one of the most visible signs of the natural way in which Hashem impacts the world and gives us all of our sustenance when we need it, exactly how we need it. So once we've already established that rain itself, don't make the mistake of thinking that rain is a natural process that happens completely randomly, right? Rain comes because Hashem wants it to come. And he retained that power. So too, he retains all of the less obvious powers of earning a living, right? It's not the fact that you decided to invest in Bitcoin that got you this amount of money. As we know, Hashem decided how much money you're going to have on Rosh Hashanah. As it says in the first day of Sikhs, when you start mentioning the idea that Hashem has the power to bring rain. Where this halacha? Did he derive it from the fact that the lulav is brought on the first day of Sukkot? Or did he derive it from the water libation, which also took place beginning on the first day of Sukkot? So the Gemara says, if he learns it out from lulav, then just as we know, the obligation of a lulav starts during the first during the day, and so too the mentioning of the rain should begin in the daytime of the first day. Or perhaps we should say, perhaps we should say he derives it from the water libation. Just like the water libation begin doing it at night. What do we mean to begin doing the water libation at night? What we mean to say is what we did is we collected the water at night. So so therefore the question is like this. According to Belazar, that you start mentioning the fact that Hashem brings the rain on the first day of Sukkot, so do you start at Mairiv on the first day of Sukkot, or do you start at Shachas? If it's about the Nisach Mayim, you start at Mairiv. If it's about the Lulav, then you start at during the day. Damar um, Mairmar says, and the Mincha offering, and the Niskeim, and the libation offerings, they are even brought at night. So to the Azkara, the mentioning the fact that Hashem brings the rain should also be at night. Hashma, come in here, proof. learns out this idea that you start mentioning the first day, learns it out from Lulav. In Kedami, there are those who say, Some people say that Rebavo derived this from a tradition that that was the law. In Kedami, other people say, He heard it from a Brisa, not a, not a tradition from a teacher, but he actually found it in a Brisa. Maihi, what is this price? So the Tanya we learned in a Raisa. When do you start mentioning the rain or the power that Hashem has to bring the rain? In other words, on the seventh day of Sukkot. So these are the two opinions of Lazar and Yeshua. Since these four species of, of, of rain of uh of are only brought to appease for water, as we learned from the Sakta Sukha. And there's no way to have these species cannot exist without water. So too, it's impossible to have a world that exists without water. So when we lift up those these species, it's a symbolic uh, sort of the talisman that helps us focus our prayers as a school almost, helps us focus our prayers to Hashem for rain. But with rain, sun, circus, it's, a, it's actually a simic it's a bad sign. So too, I also 
Lo, amarti lishla, I didn't say you should ask for rain. Ella lahaskir, just to mention the fact that Hashem brings rain. L'shem shetchiyas amesim, maskir kol hashanakula, just like chiyas amesim, you mentioned the whole year round. Ve'in ela vizmana, but of course we know that Hashem is only going to resuscitate the dead in a specific time period. Kach mat mizkirim, gvoros kishamim kol hashanah. So too, we should mention the power of rain all year round. Ain't an elephant's mountain. Of course, though, it's only going to actually come in its proper time. Therefore, if one wants to, to mention all year round, masker is allowed to mention it. Rabbi Emir says, I would say, from the time that one stops asking for the rain on the first day of Pesach, so too, you should stop mentioning it uh, uh, the same way on the first day of Pesach. Says, on the second day of Sukkot is when you first start mentioning it. So we're up to opinion number four already. Either the first day of Sukkot, last day of Sukkot, second day of Sukkot, sixth day of Sukkot. The one who goes in front of the front of the Aaron, right, the daven for the Ahmed on the last day of Sukkot. The one daven in Musaf should mention it. One day in Shachar should not mention it. The end of Rishon shall Pesach. First day of Pesach, Rishon Masker. The first one mentions it. Achar in the Masker. Last one is not mentioned. Shapar Kamalei Rebbe Lezer Rebbe Yeshua. Rebbe Lezer had a good point to Rebbe Yeshua, right? That if it needed, it, it, you want to say that it's not a simic quality because you don't really mean that rain. Okay, but then why do you mention it the whole year round? If you don't think it's really about a request for rain, and that's why we're mentioning it, well, then say it the whole year. Amulcha Rebbe Yeshua. Vishlem and Chiyas Emesim Masker. If we understand why we mentioned Chiyas HaMesim the entire year round. It's a very obvious answer. Chiyas HaMesim, of course we want it to happen every day. And any day could be Chiyas HaMesim. It could be the moment when Mashiach comes. But when we talk about rain falling, not every day that it would fall would be a good time. But uh, if, if, uh, if Nisan goes out and then the rain starts falling, finally, then it's a bad sign. Because really, it's not a good thing to have rain during the after Nisan. Why? <coughs> because the, 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 the growth period is over. And this rain is now just going to impact the harvest season. And it will not allow us to leave the, the straw out and the vegetables out, to, to the grain out, to dry properly. Remember, second day of Sukkot is when you begin to mention my time at the review of the reason for him. The Tanya will return to the of the Messiah. The says, Nemar Bashani says on the second day of Sukkot, in his Geham, and then his Geham, and his libation. The Nemar Bashishi, and it says on the sixth day, in his Sakaha, and it's libation. The Nemar Bashvi, Kamishpatam, and then it says on the seventh day, Kamishpatam, as is its law. Hare, you have an extra letter in each of these, and the extra letter you end up with a mem, a yud, and a mem. And between the mem, yud, and mem, it says niskehem, extra mem at the end. And then it says nisachacha, with a yud, that's mem yud. And then it says kimishpatam, as is its laws, right, plural. And therefore you have a mem yud mem, arei kan mayim. That's the remes, kan remes nisachamayim in Torah. This is a remes, an allusion, a hint to the idea that there is a mitzvah of pouring out water on the mizbeach, on the altar, on sukkahs from the Torah itself. So why is it that on the second day that you should be doing it? Where does he get that from? Because the very first of the, the, uh, of the letters, extra letters in the Torah referring to the water libation, the very first extra letter is on the second day of service. So that's the hint that you should start asking for rain, uh, mentioning rain on the second day of service. 
that's why the second day she stopped mentioning it. Kiva and Rekiva says, Bashishi Vikhagu Maskin, the sixth day of Sukkot, you should mention it. She never says, Bashishi Ubin Nisachaha. And the sixth day of Sukkot, Nisachaha, and his drink offerings. Bashain, Bashain Yisuchan Akasmadaber, two different types of libations the Pasuk is referring to. Echad Nisach Hamayim, Echad Nisach Hayayin, one is referring to the water libation, one is referring to the wine libation. They might have ayah the chamre, maybe both of them are really wine libations. Savalak Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Kiva Haldai Rabbi Yehuda ben Maseira. The Amar says, Remizi Maya. Indeed, there is a reason to believe that it's referring to a water libation as well, because ultimately we do have these three additional letters. The Gemara is now going to ask tomorrow, we will do this tomorrow. Gemara will ask, well, if indeed he holds like Rabbi Yehuda ben Maseira, then why doesn't he agree to Rabbi Yehuda ben Maseira? That's the second day of Sukkot, is when you should start mentioning that fact that Hashem has the power to bring rain. Why indeed does he say the sixth day if he is, agrees? about the idea that the three extra letters that are found starting from the second day, it should also be like Rabbi Yudu Sarah on the second day, you should start mentioning the fact that Hashem brings the rain. Okay, we continue tomorrow night, and tomorrow night we learn at 9.15. Okay? Take care, guys. Be well. Good night. Good to be back.